0: Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1-12. through When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.
1: The fifth, sixth, and seventh chapters of Matthew's Gospel are one of the richest collections of Jesus' teachings we have anywhere in Scripture. We refer to that as the Sermon on the Mount because the text stipulates that Jesus saw the crowds and went up on a hill where he sat down to teach his disciples and the people who had gathered to listen. Serious students of scripture theorize that Rather than a single message that Jesus delivered on one occasion, the editor of Matthew pieced together some of Jesus' most impactful teachings and cobbled them into a summary document that represents the heart of what Jesus taught. He began with these brief Proverb like statements that illustrate in an ironic sort of way where his followers would find happiness, true happiness, in places most people wouldn't think to look. We know them as the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes represent Christian life not so much in terms of doctrine or dogma, in belief systems or ideas or worldviews. The Beatitudes depict the Christian life in terms of character. They paint a picture of serenity and courage, even through the worst that life has to offer. They describe people who can manage the stresses and strains of a world like ours and yet maintain an inner calm, a sense of direction and purpose that most of us probably wished our lives looked more like. The Beatitudes trace a life-focused life focused on the purpose of God, and not the mores of the culture, a life rooted in the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. The culture says, be rich, be popular, be powerful. That's the way to be happy. But that's not the direction Jesus points his disciples Take the first beatitude, for instance. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. By the way, your Bible may use the term happy in place of blessed. The point is that these are marks of spiritual fulfillment. What does it mean to know that one is spiritually poor? It means I know I can't do it all by myself. Ultimately, I am not sufficient to save myself. Fortunately, God is ready and willing and able. And when I surrender to the purposes of God and place my life and my destiny in the hands of God, I inherit the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. How can one mourn and be blessed at the same time? That's only possible when we understand that the sense of loss and pain we experience in life from time to time is temporary. We know that the worst thing is never the last thing. We trust in the promises of God and in them we find comfort. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. In the Greek language, meek, does not mean weak. Jesus was meek when he prayed in Gethsemane, not my will, but thy will be done. We demonstrate meekness, humility, when we yield our wills to the will of God. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Hungering and thirsting for righteousness has to do with desiring above all else to deepen our faith and to grow closer to God. We are familiar with appetites for food and beverage as well as for wealth, popularity, success. But true happiness, Jesus is saying, comes from an appetite to know God and be known by God. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. That statement resonates with the line we pray in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. As well as with the golden rule. Treat others the way we wish to be treated. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. To be pure in heart means that nothing gets between us and our desire to love and serve God. No diversions, no distractions. It means we live and love and serve with integrity. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Peacemakers aren't content simply with the absence of open combat. Peacemakers are those who, like Jesus, serve as agents of reconciliation. Blessed are those who are persecuted, for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way They persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Beatitudes end on that happy note. We understand the kinds of persecution endured by Jesus' earliest disciples who literally risk their lives to share the faith. We know, too, that in some parts of the world today, Christians are denied the right to work or own property, sometimes threatened, abused, or even killed for proclaiming and practicing their beliefs. We may have experienced some decidedly milder forms of persecution at the hands of people who question our intelligence for believing in God or make jokes about people of faith. But we can rest easy knowing that's a score we don't have to settle. The Beatitudes remind us that our bank accounts, our reputations, The success of our children, the achievements of our spouse, the connections we've made, the books we've read, the cars we drive, or the beverages we drink are incapable of bringing us true happiness, although you may not know that by watching the commercials that will be aired during the Super Bowl this afternoon. One may be rich in the world's eyes, and yet poor in the eyes of God. One can be poor in the eyes of the world and yet rich in God's eyes. And when it comes to happiness, the attitudes Jesus commends to us, humility, meekness, mercy, purity of heart, and willingness to work for peace, those are attitudes that can bring us happiness eternally. Let me conclude with a poem by Pastor Steve Garnes Holmes. When you have nothing, then God fills your life. When you are powerless... There is nothing but the infinite power of God. It is in darkness and chaos that God creates. When you are on the cross, you are where God saves. When you are in the grave, you are where God raises us up. When you are weak and discouraged alone and hurting, in that lowest place. You are in the very place where Christ comes. You are accompanied. You are blessed. What we fear most is all we desire, to lose everything, falling in love until all we have is love and the beloved. Empty your life and all will be God. That is the spirit and the heart of the Beatitudes. That when life empties us out, God fills us up that as our wants and desires and demands decrease, God replaces them with the desire to love and serve God and our neighbors. And that to the extent we are blessed, we are blessed to be a blessing. Amen. May the grace of Almighty God, the love of Jesus Christ, His Son, our Savior, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of God's creatures (laughs) as we go forth from this place, grateful for God's manifest blessings to be a blessing to God's world. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of the First United Methodist Church in Turlock, California. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, share-a-like license. For more information about our church, visit www.fumcturlock or call the church at 209-668-3000. Visitors are always welcome. And now, may the peace of the Lord dwell in your hearts this day.